Welcome to Other People's Lives. I'm your host, Joe Sanagato. I'm your host, Greg Dybeck. And today we're going to be talking about polyamorous relationships. I love this topic. We received an email from a listener and the subject line read, Open Polyamorous Marriage. And Marriage? Her, marriage. Interesting. The real deal. And the message read, As someone who's younger, 26, and in a polyamorous marriage, I feel that this would be a great topic to cover and a perfect way to reach out to those younger people that don't quite understand why they feel unhappy in monogamous relationships. My husband and I are constantly explaining to others about our lifestyle, and I feel that polyamory is on the rise and should be more widely talked about. What do you guys think? Maybe I'm just talking out of my ass, but I can't be the only one who thinks non-committal love and sex are the bomb. Da bomb? Did she write da bomb or the bomb? Not da bomb, unfortunately. Mm. We got this. She missed an opportunity. Yeah. To write Those that. don't come too often. So no, they when don't. You, you got to write da bomb. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, polyamorous marriage. Uh, so, I mean, polyamorous relationships are basically, from my understanding, where there's consent between the two partners uh, where that they're, they're allowed to, to multiple partners multi- to have multiple partners right. but i guess they're still to a my knowledge relationship right to my knowledge they're it's not just like one night stands it's like actual connections with people it's yeah. not just like oh i'm gonna go out and fuck a bunch of people it's kind of uh, or maybe it could be in, in some situations but from what i understand and what i've seen you know in various shows or you know interviews or whatever um it's like i'm married to this person this is my husband, but I also, in a sense, have a boyfriend that... Oh, so like more of like relation or people that they consistently see yeah. for sex and hanging out with right. on the side. I mean, I, that, to my knowledge, I right. mean, I, I, I'm not positive. I mean, I know that that is how the people who I saw yeah. were living, how they had a husband that they would go home to every night, but they also had boy uh, another boyfriend or whatever, like an actual connection, not just like free yeah. reign to do whatever they wanted. I wonder if they mix partners too, or do stuff together. Right. Well, Could I think when aspect. I fr- when I first got exposed to this, because uh, I I only you know I didn't know what this was for the for the longest time, uh, polyamory. But then uh, I think I watched a documentary on it, like a short on it, and it was very interesting, and it makes you think. And I don't want to talk about it anymore because I don't really know what I'm talking about and I don't want to get anything wrong. So let's just give them a call so we can get all these questions answered. Hello. Hey, how's it going? This is Greg and Joe. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Doing great. How are you? Uh, It's Joe here. Um, Hi. Hi, Joe. Hi. Uh, Can you just explain to me kind of your relationship dynamic right now we kind of went over sort of you know what actually let me backtrack can you explain polyamory for people who don't know what it is um well there's a big difference between like open marriages and polyamory and polygamy there's kind of different steps to it um i'm in a polyamorous relationship with my husband which means that we form um intimate relationships with other people but it's not just casual sex like the open marriage or swingers and it's not like polygamy, which would be like your Mormons that get married and have multiple marriages. We just have multiple relationships. Interesting. So you have 
you're married to your husband, but you also have essentially boyfriends. Yeah, absolutely. Like my husband has been dating the same woman for about the last year. And um, I was dating someone seriously, but he had moved. Um, and I've dated here and there, but just no one's kind of stuck around. But yep, that's kind of what we do. We multitask. <laughs> what are some like ground rules? That Are there any ground rules that you guys have to put in place? Uh, um, Sure. Like in the beginning of, you know, when we decided to open our marriage, um, we kind of foolishly, if you will, made rules like you can't do this. You can't, you can't go out on elaborate dates. You can't spend the night with someone. And that stuff has kind of evolved, you know, as we've gotten deeper um, into the polyamory lifestyle. Uh, it definitely has changed. So I feel like that's not something, like if somebody else is going to go into polyamory, I wouldn't recommend like sitting there and making like a step-by-step list of rules like you can and cannot do this. Because that stuff's just always going to change. That's how humans are. We evolve all the time. And so will your love and sexual desires. Right. You You mentioned when you decided to open up the marriage? So when you first got married, was it just a monogamous relationship? Um, yes. Um, only because we wanted to kind of make sure we were stable in our marriage and that, you know, everything was going well. You just can't use polyamory as a crutch. A lot of people tend to do that. Like, they, they want to do it to, like, fix their marriage or fix their relationship, and I, I certainly don't recommend that. Um, I, you should definitely be in a good place in a relationship before you decide to, you know, invite other people into it. Um, so we had, we had always kind of been pretty, I don't know, open-minded sexually, if you will, like before we had, you know, gotten married. And then once we got married, we just wanted to make sure we were getting settled into being newlyweds. And then we opened it and, um, started reaching out to other people and dating other people seriously. Right. Were you in open relationships prior to your marriage? No. Um, I had always been kind of fascinated by it because, I, frankly, I think that's a great idea to be able to, like, love and be with as many people as you can. Um, and I just kind of knew monogamy wasn't for me because I just, I always felt like there was something else out there. But it doesn't mean that I love my husband any less or he loves me any less. I just feel it's kind of silly to expect like one person to be able to completely fulfill all of your emotional and sexual needs for the rest of your life like i don't understand that in monogamy like and that's why i feel so many monogamous relationships fail because they're not getting something um so i just kind of wanted to avoid that and i feel that by us being able to reach out to other people and get what we need whether it be something emotional or sexual then why not do that and then celebrate it with each other what makes him your husband and your boyfriend your boyfriend? What is the difference between those two? Uh, well, my husband, you know, like I married him and there's a fancy piece of paper that says like I'm his property. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so he's my husband. I live with him. We, you know, have bills and a car and a house and all that. Um, versus a boyfriend would be someone I see once or twice a week. I, you know, text or whatever, um, someone that I'm dating and sleeping with casually, but certainly not someone that I'm like, well, I need you to like move into my house with me, which a lot of polyamorous people do. Like they end up all living together with all of their lovers. Um, but there's definitely a fine line. Like I certainly don't invest all of my emotions into a boyfriend unless it is sure someone like 
I'm in love with, um, you know, but I kind of save that with, for my husband. Right. Do you, do you ever, cause I'm assuming, you know, monogamous people who would be listening to this would feel that they were, they would be nervous about, uh, you know, I mean, if they were, if they were your husband, they would feel nervous that, you know, you're going to get a, you're going to date this guy for a little bit, but then eventually he's going to replace them where it's like, okay, now oh, I, you know what? Oh, I fell sure. in love with a boyfriend now. And I mean, that has definitely happened to other people in open marriages and polyamorous and polyamorous relationships. Um, and I'm sure that's a fear like my husband and I have, but I feel we also have really good communication so that it doesn't get to that. And if I feel that I'm not getting something from him or he's not getting something from me that he needs emotionally, like if we're not having the right kind of conversation or not giving each other the right, you know, attention, we try to bring that up before it becomes an issue before we're looking at it in someone else. You know, this is supposed to be something that we enjoy. We're not looking for a crutch in someone else because of something that's lacking in our own relationship. Right. I almost can't imagine this level of honesty, like to <laughs> actually say I have these desires or this is something in particular that you can't fulfill. So I'm going to find it elsewhere. Uh, but still have well, I a functioning I marriage. Don't think, I don't think it's, uh, you can't do this for me, so i got to find it somewhere else. I don't think it's just that. You know, it's, I, for lack of a better term, it's almost like a hobby. You know, we enjoy being with other people. And, I mean, right. sex is fun. Like, and as long as everyone that is involved is safe and adults and it's consensual, then why not do it? Um, but definitely have to have the communication and honesty. And, like, I mean, my husband and I aren't, professionals at this by any means we still have you know discussions about it where it's like hey man you're kind of hurting my feelings because you're spending too much time with your girlfriend or vice versa and um you got to bring that stuff up before it becomes an issue right but we're still learning and and we'll keep learning you know as this kind of relationship progresses do you find that there's less jealousy in a polygamous uh sorry polygamous uh relationship polyamorous relationship. What did I just I'm say? not polygamous. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> poly- I'm messing polygamous them up. should be like your Mormons or you know, like the sister wives. We're not. <laughs> right, right. Like, I'm I, sorry. I meant polyamorous. I, what I do has nothing to do with religion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but do you find there's less um, jealousy in, in polyamorous relationships? Um, I I think jealousy is kind of immature, but I I feel that um. Like, I ask about things, like, I ask how his date was and how the sex was with his girlfriend or what they did that night, so, like, that we don't get jealous. But definitely, sure, like, you know, especially if, like I kind of said, if one of our needs we feel like isn't being met and we kind of haven't voiced that yet, then definitely there's going to be jealousy. Um, But I I never would be like, well, how dare you go be with this girl because she's thinner than me, she's prettier than me, like, I'm excited, like, hell yeah, go get it, you know? (laughs) It's it's more... It's more exciting for me to just encourage that. It's actually called compersion when you rejoice in your your partner's um, conquest, if you will. Right. Um, so it's more exciting for me to just like cheer him on and like he's like, well, I'm gonna go spend the night with my girlfriend, so I'll pack my bag. Like here's your pajamas and your condoms. What else do you need? You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so mind blowing to hear, just because I just think you mentioned immaturity, which I think. A lot of relationships, you know, we look back and realize how immature they were, but 
the reason being is that they're just fueled by jealousy and it's just are you even enjoying each other or is it just this constant battle of you know you can only be with me or don't look or talk to this person or you can't have friends that are girls or guys or you know whatever the case is yeah that's weird to me like that's not that's not a good thing in any relationship or monogamous or not um i feel like we kind of skip that in our relationship because we just get excited for each other i mean and it's the same way as being excited, I guess, for your partner for anything else. Like, oh, you got a raise at work. Congratulations. Oh, you found a chick with big tits. That's awesome. Like, go for it. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I just, I feel like it's just being happy. And just because it's another person, like, that doesn't mean that I loved him any less or he loved me any less. I, I feel like it's actually been good for our marriage because we do communicate about it. So honestly, and I, I sex in general is still such a taboo subject, like even with your own, you know, spouse, um, that we just kind of, uh, I bridge that divide, if you will. And we try to be as honest and open about it as we can. Do you think that a lot of people in monogamous relationships are selfish in a way where they feel like you have to stay with me or, you know, it, it's, it's, oh. It's almost it, to me. It's it kind of sounds like it's it's almost selfish to think that, you know, I want you to be happy, but only if it's with me. <laughs> you know, um, I don't. I don't think it's self. It can be. I mean, it absolutely can be, especially if you're in a relationship that you're not happy in, but you're both just kind of sticking with it because that's what you think you're supposed to do. That's selfish, um, and you're kind of you're hurting yourself and another person. That's not cool. Um, but I don't think that all monogamous relationships are selfish. No. Um, I mean, we're even being in a polyamorous relationship, we can be selfish about, you know, Oh, I've been on too many dates this week. You know, we try not to like go out every night with someone that we're dating or something like that. You know, you have to make that time for your partner, but no, I don't, I certainly don't think that all monogamous relationships are selfish. I just feel like monogamy is kind of dated. Um, and it's not really something that like, us as humans are built to do it's just been kind of forced on us over the years right i was gonna say i I think everyone in a relationship at some point has you know had that conversation even with friends like monogamy is not natural like (laughs) what are we doing Uh, and a lot of people question it uh but not a lot of people act on it Sure. And, and again, that's just because it's something that's pushed on you. You know, it's amazing. Like people like freak out when they hear about those penguins that like meet for life. Oh my God, it's so cute. Right. It's such a crazy concept that like we can't even wrap our brains around it. Like how can someone be with someone else for the rest of their life? Like, I mean, at the core of it, we're animals and we're not meant to be with just one person, you know, for the rest of our lives. It's just nuts to me. <laughs> is that was that kind of just the origin of this for you is just you know feeling that way and just determining that you wouldn't have a marriage like that yeah i i just knew that i i guess that i needed something extra i certainly i've never cheated on my husband i never would cheat on my husband but i did make that clear us going into the marriage like hey this is something i want like i love you i you're the freaking shit but at the end of the day, I still want to have sex with other men. Like, nothing against you. Our sex life is great. But I just want to be able to experience things and not, you know, we got married. I was 24 and he was 25. And that seems like 
a long time to spend, you know, the rest of your life be married to one person and only sleeping with that one person. You can miss a lot of really cool things that, you know, you didn't know about. And I didn't want to give that up. And he respected that. I mean, it was totally my idea uh, being in an open relationship because he, he had never really, he grew up in a super Catholic family. Hmm. <laughs> so he had never even like really thought about that. I don't think he was very sexually adventurous in that way um, until I just kind of laid it out to this is how I think it would make me feel. I think it would be fun. I think you would enjoy it. I would enjoy seeing you like knowing you're making other people happy the way you make me happy. And um, so we just kind of started dating around. It was very casual at first. You know, we would just sleep with people maybe a couple of times, you know, super casual relationships. And that would be your more like open marriage stage. Um, but in the last, excuse me, in the last couple of months here, we've definitely kind of evolved into the polyamory lifestyle where we're actually having relationships, um, which just kind of happened by accident. Like my husband's been dating the same woman for almost a year now, you know, and I know about her. I know what she's for living. Um, you know, I, I get excited when he shows me pictures of stuff they did together. You know, they go on dates. Like, that's great. And that makes me excited that he can make someone else as happy as he makes me. What happens if they never stop dating? Like, how long can relationships go on for? I guess indefinitely. I never really thought of it that way. I mean, it wouldn't really bother me if, you know, they wanted to keep dating long-term and if they got serious to the point where, like, he felt, you know, she needed to live with us or something, I guess that would be another conversation we have. Like, I, there are a lot of um, open relationships where they do that, you know, like where they have several people living in their home, which is an interesting concept. I think it would be a little bit harder to do, like, with us being right there in each other's face. Um, but I think... I would say indefinitely and until they feel that either their relationship is run its course or they need to take it to the next step. But I'm always going to be his wife first. Like we're not going to be sister wives doing that whole thing. Like I, I have no interest in that. Have you ever met her? Yep. I've met her a couple of times. She's not really super comfortable with the, not the open marriage. She understands that. I mean, she knows he's, she, he's married. We don't lie to people about that ever. Um, but she doesn't really like going out with his friends or going out to like the clubs or bars in our town with him because she just doesn't want people to think that she's maybe a homewrecker or something. Right. Um, she, you know, she's, a lot of people will think that even when we tell them that we are polyamorous, they immediately just assume we're lying and we're trying to cheat on our spouses. You know, I've had to actually talk to women that my husband's been interested in be like, hi, I'm his wife. Yeah, you should sleep with him. Like, it'll be great. Trust me, you know? <laughs> uh, so a lot of people, um, they don't really get it. And that was one of the reasons I really wanted to reach out to you guys. Because I'm starting, and the more that I'm reaching out to people, I have found that there's a lot more polyamorous people than I thought. Like, even in my city, which isn't huge, it's a pretty big city in Ohio, but like, there's a lot of polyamorous people there. And, but nobody talks about it because it's still just so like frowned upon and taboo. And how can you be you know, married, how can you be in love with someone and still sleeping with someone else? So many people can't separate love and sex. And I don't understand that at all because those things are not like the same thing at all. This is definitely a uh, thought provoking conversation. I will say. <laughs> uh, 
Well, I know you both are like you both are in relationships, right? Like, right. I can't imagine either of you ever thought about like. I mean, we'll see where the conversation goes. And <laughs> if they'll have us after. Yeah, maybe we share you need to go home and thoughts. talk to your girlfriend. <laughs> No, I mean it, it. It's very interesting. I'm. I'm. I consider myself very open-minded when it comes to everything. I mean, obviously, we do this podcast, so we. So we have to be open-minded, and, and you know, we're. Right. We don't judge people or anything like that, but, um, yeah, this is definitely something that you don't necessarily think about because it's just one of those things. It's like learning how to sneeze. Like you just know this. You just know how to do it. You know, like you're just kind of. You just, this is all, you know, so this is the only, this is, has to be your truth. You know, this is right. And then when you have something like uh polyamory, it's something that you need to learn. So it's new and you have to want to learn it and you have to want to be open to it. So it's, you know, I think that's why a lot of people, I guess, don't talk about it or it's super taboo because there's like just being monogamous is like the safer way. Yeah, but I would I would also imagine that once you kind of establish, you know, the terms and boundaries and everything, like for certain people, polyamory would probably just start feeling even more natural and easier than monogamy, maybe? No, I mean, we did it for four years before we like had gotten married and really got into being serious. We were open about it, but we never really acted on it. We talked about, you know, our wants of, wanting to sleep with other people and wanting to be with other people, but we didn't really act on it until after, like I said, we got married and had established ourselves as a, a solid couple. Um, but it, no, I certainly don't fear monogamy. I've always been in monogamous relationships. I just feel that as I've gotten older, it's to me, it's kind of, kind of selfish, I guess, in a way to expect one person to just be everything for you for the rest of your life. That's not a really, their onus to put on someone, I feel, to just expect them to be everything for you. Not only are they, you know, financially helping you and emotionally helping you and they have to help you sexually, like, that just seems like a lot to put on one person. Right. What would you say to girls that feel that they hear this and they feel like if my husband was like, I, I want to have sex with other people like they would feel less about themselves like oh i'm not good enough for him so he wants to do that is it like has nothing to do with that it's just a completely different thing uh to me it doesn't feel that way like i certainly don't feel like less attractive or less wanted because my husband has sex with other women um i like i said i get excited for him that he gets to be with other women that he finds beautiful or attractive and gets to like try new sexual things that maybe i'm not into but I would say um, to take a step back and check your ego if that's the case. Like, you're not secure in your relationship if you think just because they want to have sex with you that you're not beautiful or you're not loved. Right. Can I ask you a question also? Why does it make you excited? Why are you so excited that he's having <laughs> sex with other people? I'm just trying to get to the uh, origin. You know what I mean? I, I, want, I, want, I just want to know the, the thought process because it's very interesting. I want to know... You know, because I, I think most people would feel like the complete opposite. Ellis. So that's why I'm so interested in why that makes you so happy. <laughs> um, well, I think my husband's a really cool dude. Like, he is one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life. And one of the most, like, selfless and kind people. And when I started dating him, it just kind of happened by accident. 
And I'm so glad, you know, now almost six years later, you know, that we're married and have this great marriage together. But like, that makes me excited that he can give that happiness and joy to someone else because I don't want it all for myself. (laughs) You know, of course I do. I married him, you know, I locked that down, but to just know that he can make someone else as happy as he makes me, it's super exciting. Like he's a fun, smart guy. And I think that should be shared. I mean, just the same way that I know he wants me to go out and meet people that get, you know, things that I'm into and I can make them happy. Like I just, I love knowing that my husband is just making someone else smile the way that he makes me smile. That is just the exact opposite answer I would expect to hear from so many people <laughs> yeah. in relationships. It really oh, yeah. would be. That's why I'm just like super well, interesting to hear. Everyone is so possessive over their lovers, you know, in relationships. Like once you're in a relationship, it's like, well, that's my boyfriend. That's mine. You know, like I don't want to treat my husband like that. Like I don't own him. He's not, you know, my property other than like my little marriage joke I made. But like in all, in all reality, like he's not my Thing to keep like he's not my sex toy he's not my emotional cushion like that's not fair to just like keep him from the rest of the world just because we're married like that just seems kind of that that's selfish to me I mean that's where I could see monogamy being selfish is when you just you can't allow your partner to go out and a lot of people like they can't even have friends of the opposite sex right like let alone be sleeping with these people like that just seems kind of silly and that's definitely an immaturity thing, I think, but that's also a growing pain in a lot of relationships, um, polyamorous or not, you know, where you have to learn to just give it up a little bit, I think. I feel like one of the hardest steps in establishing this type of marriage or relationship would be just initially sitting down, being open with your partner, and saying something like, I desire to sleep with other people or um i see other people that i'm attracted to or yeah i would want to have sex with other people i mean i think we all know and kind of suppress it if we're in relationships that that is just human nature that we're going to be attracted to people that we see and you know want to sleep with people even we don't necessarily have to act on it but to sit down and say that openly i mean i I feel like my relationship would crumble if i even tried to say those words I know, but like you don't even tell your girlfriend like, oh, this actress is just so pretty. Like I feel like even I actually like do that do that a lot. Yeah. Is is a good segue into having that conversation if that's something you want. You know, like right. we were always very open and honest in that aspect. Or if you like, oh, that football player. Oh my god, like look at him. I would just ruin him. You know, like just saying <laughs> stuff like that to my husband. You know, is it? We were we were just always very open. Like you have to be. I think you have to be a pretty open like sexual person not just an open-minded person that's great that you can be open-minded but you have to be open sexually like you have to be willing to talk about things that maybe are just kind of uncomfortable you know um and maybe just kind of put those out there like and it's not all peaches and cream and I've definitely had like my fair share of pretty terrible dates as a he. Um, but we have to talk about those things. And when it comes to that, I feel that, and my, I know my husband feels that the more details, the better. Um, cause we kind of struggled with that in the beginning where it's not that I wasn't being truthful, but I just wasn't giving all of the details right. until, um, I got, I had gone on a date and it kind of went a little violent 
And um, I just had to go home and just, like, blurted everything out, you know, about it. Um, but he kind of had to pick at me first, like, what actually happened. And then I just told him, you know, everything that had happened. And we really had to um, establish what kind of communication we wanted. Because there's a lot of people in um, open relationships where they don't want to hear what it is their partner does, you know, other than, oh, I'm going to be with so-and-so, I'll be back tomorrow, or I'm going on a date, I will be back at this time. That's all they want to know versus us where we like to sit and talk like, what did you do? And like, what kind of sex did you have? And that, you know, we'll turn us on and then we'll have, you know, good sex. Like we, we use it as it's right. like a tool almost for our own relationship. Yeah. That's, that's actually a really good point. I didn't think of that. And now I kind of think back on it and we just, uh, we watched like a show together, Big Little Lies. And I kept saying how hot Zoe Kravitz is. Zoe, if you're listening. <laughs> and then she's like, she'll always say, like, I saw this dad today and he was so hot. And all right, now I'm just getting. But I, I think weird. I think the, the difference is those people are not threatening because chances are you're never gonna, you're never. Yeah, exactly. You're never going to be again, Zoe, if you're listening. Yeah, right. But, but yeah, you, you're right. you know, yeah, chances are you're never going to. be. So, but it would be different if you were like. Oh, that, that your fucking friend, yeah, who was flirting with me, yeah, is hot, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Because then it it's then it's like okay, this could affect me now, and then that would have to be whatever her reaction would be to uh, that. For, for sure, and that was something that we definitely did discuss in the beginning um, was whether or not who are we going to tell about it. You know, we told our friends, and um, my mom knows, but like not his family. And not my dad and his, oh, man, oh, I can't even imagine. You know, and um, <laughs> the friend thing was definitely, like, we cannot, you know, you can't shit where you eat, essentially. Um, so we just do not sleep with people that are our friends that we're going to be seeing all the time out in public. Or we don't sleep with people that maybe we have dated or slept with in the past. Just because we want to avoid it getting messy. either, you know, drama-filled or just getting messy somehow. That was yeah. definitely one of the things we discussed, you know. It's okay to be like, our friend, blah, 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 is cute, but acting on that, that's a big no-no. Yeah. Well, what were the biggest obstacles in the beginning that you had to face? Um, the biggest obstacle is probably uh, the division of our time, like whether, you know, because we both work full-time, so we have to make sure we're then spending enough time with each other um, that we feel fulfilled before we go out and go on dates or go spend the night at someone's house or whatever. That was definitely something. And that's still kind of an ongoing thing. That's always going to be hard where I'll be like, you know, oh, you were over there two week, you know, two nights this week. Maybe you can spend tonight with me or vice versa. Um, I've been out of town for a while, but I'm going to come home and go on a date. Like we have to just kind of check in with each other emotionally to make sure that's a good thing to do. Um, so that, that was definitely like one of our biggest hurdles. And um, definitely the form of communication, like, are we going to talk about this, like, as soon as it happens, when, you know, do we always need to okay it with each other? You know, like, when we start, when we meet people, we will generally, both of us will talk to them before, for a couple of days before we be like, hey, I met someone that I'm interested in going on a date with, just because a lot of people <clears throat> tend to come and go, you know, you, a lot of people are fleeting, or, you know, they just want to sexed or whatever and then they disappear they get that post-orgasm clarity of oh my god i'm talking to a married person and i'm doing this yeah and you know so we just don't even bother bringing it up until we're actually sure that we're going to go out with these people or we're going to sleep with these people 
Gotcha. Do you find that you only... I don't know if you've answered this yet, but I just kind of wanted to, you know, whatever, to put it in simpler terms. Like, do you have one night stands or is it strictly like serious relationships in a way or like serious dating? Um, in the beginning, it was a lot of one night stands, especially for me. It was a lot easier. I mean, you see a woman that's literally advertising sex and I've, you know, always put like, I don't know, those dating apps that I'm married and I'm in an open relationship. I just want casual sex or polyamorous relationships. All dudes see is casual sex, no emotional repercussions, sweet, I'm in. Yeah. You get a lot of dudes that will use me in that way or a lot of women that have used him in that way just to get that instant satisfaction and then we don't ever hear from them again. Unfortunately, that happens a lot. And I think that happens a lot to people that are just single and trying to have dates and use those kind of websites, you know, for it. Um, but I prefer at this point, the more ongoing friends with that or have it evolve, hopefully into a relationship. But certainly that depends on how well the person and I are connecting and the kind of sexual chemistry, you know, like it can be, we can be good friends, but the sex can suck or the sex can be awesome. But like this person's boring as shit. So you have to find that, that good balance. Right. But the casual, the casual sex, I mean, I think anyone who's been single or whatever for a, a substantial amount of time knows that the casual sex just kind of gets to be, like, monotonous and kind of boring. And it's just kind of, you know, lame to go home and be with yourself at the end of the night or, or not feel fulfilled emotionally. Um, so that's why I definitely lean towards the polyamorous aspect of it, whereas there are a lot of poly men that will are totally okay with just to hit it and quit it. You know, it definitely depends on their type of relationship that they're in or what they're looking for. But I always try to bring that up with someone before I even, you know, sleep with them. Interesting. Is there a fear? I don't know if it would be a fear or I guess just like a reality of feeling something similar for, I guess, one of your boyfriends that you feel for your husband. Um, I feel that after being with my husband for so long, we have a, certainly have a different type of love. I mean, if you've been in any kind of long-term relationship, you just love someone a little bit differently than someone you're like just falling in love with or just having these lustful feelings for. So sure, that's a little bit different. Um, but I've never felt love the way that I feel for my husband. You know, the way that he, like, just looks at me and, like, I melt even after six years. I'm like, oh, you're so freaking cute. Like, how are you my husband? You know, like, I don't have necessarily those feelings for, I've never had those feelings for someone else. The closest I've come was to a guy that we had a great little relationship. You know, his family knew about me. They knew about my open marriage. I mean, I spent time with them, went shopping. You know, we had you know, clean the house together. You know, we cooked together. We went out to dinner. We had a full-blown relationship, and he was the only person that has come close to any kind of feeling, but I definitely, it wasn't, like, a love, like the love I have for my husband. Right. But I, that's what we, that's, I mean, essentially, that's what we want being in a polyamorous relationship. We want to find people to love and share connection with. It's so much more fun to have sex with someone that you have a good connection with versus someone that, like, you're just fulfilling that 
tiny little need you have because you need to get laid or whatever. It's more fun to just be with someone who gets you and you can be yourself with. I mean, the relationship and the sex is going to be better that way. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, ultimately, like, the whole point of... I mean, I don't know. I'll ask you, the your boyfriends, what is the ultimate goal there? Like, are these people that you're not necessarily thinking about, oh, I'm I'm trying to build this relationship to the point where, you know, we're... I don't know. What What is the end goal in a relationship for you? You got married, you have your husband, and now you have these boyfriends. What is the end goal for that? Or is there no end goal? It's kind of just, I just like spending my time with you. Is it just like that? Or, you know, is there an end goal? That's how I feel. Like, I've been with a lot of guys. Um, you know, for instance, the one that I had a really good relationship with, he wasn't really interested in being married or being tied down to just one person for the rest of his life and he knew he was moving so it kind of worked out for us that we could have this like awesome spontaneous relationship where we just really cared about each other and felt these great feelings towards each other but knowing that he's leaving I think the end goal is just to be with someone that makes you happy like you don't have to marry someone just because you love them I mean or just because you have feelings and you like being with each other you certainly don't have to be married um so I try to pick people that that's not their their end goal you know they're not looking for their soulmate their their wife because i'm not going to be that person and i try to make that very well known getting into a relationship with someone you know and i try to always answer questions and be really honest and detailed about what you know what my marriage is like before i even date these people seriously I always ask people like do you have any questions about what my relationship is like before you know we go any further and a lot of people you know well no it sounds cool because those are the people that are usually thinking about sex but the ones that ask about it just kind of want to know how it works like you know make sure again that I'm not lying I'm not just cheating on my husband or running around town or whatever um but I you know and then I try to find out like well what what are you looking for and a lot of them are like well I just I'm kind of lonely and I just want someone to spend time with that's not going to be, you know, possessive and clingy and need all my time because I work 50 hours a week or whatever the case is. So I try to fill that for them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before we wrap up, what what do you have to say to people who are hearing this, truly, truly agree with it or, you know, think this is a lifestyle that I would want to live, but they're just really too afraid to disrupt the status quo and, you know, approach a partner about this or, you know, whatever the the beginning stages of, you know, establishing this type of relationship is? Um, I think, first off, most importantly, you need to look uh, within yourself and uh, figure out why it is you feel this way. Do you want to be polyamorous because you want to, have that connection and share love with other people or do you feel that you want to be polyamorous because you're in a relationship that's making you unhappy? Because I I don't think that it's healthy to do this if you're not in a good place in your relationship that you're already in. If you're, you know, arguing every single day over did you unload the dishwasher, probably not a good time to start a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> um, so definitely look at, like, your relationship and what you feel that your future is in your relationship. You know, we had gotten married and, you know, we decided we weren't having children. And so we wanted something to fulfill us. And 
the polyamory kind of works for us. It's not going to work for everyone. And it really sucks at the beginning trying to figure out, you know, what it is that's going to make both people happy. And then you're bringing in other people into this relationship and you have to make them happy. So just be prepared to do a lot of talking with your partner for sure. Um, that to just make sure you both are on the same page and, and your wants and your needs are going to constantly change with the relationship. So don't feel that you like need to break down the rules. You know, I've told people that that have asked me about going into a polyamorous relationship and that's always one of the things is, well, should we have rules? No, because as humans, we're constantly changing. So the rules are going to change, but just make sure everyone is comfortable. Um, but definitely make sure you're in a good place and you're doing it for the right reasons because you want to spread love and kindness to other people, not just for the sex, not just, you know, unless you're just doing a casual sex thing, I guess that that's what you want to do, but just make sure you're going into it to the right reasons and you're seriously having an honest communication, seriously honest conversation with your partner. Yeah, no, that's a, a fantastic point. Like I said earlier, I think so many people in relationships, kind of have that moment where they're like, monogamy doesn't make sense. I want to sleep with other people. But thinking back about it, I think a lot of times that idea comes up when they're unhappy in a relationship or fighting with their partner. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, how, how true are those feelings if you're just angry at the other person? But yeah, that's, right. uh, that's really good advice. Thank you. We're, we really appreciate you uh, coming on and talk, talking to us today. It was very thought-provoking, as I said before. Um, very interesting, and I appreciate you putting it out there for everyone to hear and, you know, interpret it as they will. Um, sure, yeah. <laughs> but, yes, thank you so much for, for being on. We appreciate it. Well, thank you guys so much. I'm so glad I got to chat with you guys today. It was yeah. fun. Thank you. All right, guys, take care. See you. Too. All right. Well, that is interesting. So, I mean, just like anything else that we have on the show, it's, I can see monogamous people. I just took my, I took my mic out of the stand. I can see monogamous people listening to the first five seconds of this and going, ugh, and just turning away. But really listen to what she's saying. Really listen to what she's saying and think about it. And just like, just just think about it realistically. Strip away the fact that we've been taught forever to, you know, just think about it. Think about college for a second, right? When you when we were younger, we were told, go to college, graduate, get a degree, and then go get a job, do some shit. I think, you know, I can speak for most people when I say now, it's a different world. Where it's kind of like, yes, you should go to college, get your education, whatever. But, especially in this technology boom that we have, that's not the only way to succeed in this world. There's other ways of doing things, obviously. So this is just kind of like that. Where it's kind of like we, we've been told our whole lives that you are, you're mon monogamous. You, we're also told that. Like, no one made that decision. You know what I mean? Well, just marriage in itself is an institution that was put in place right. for, you know, certain reasons, property reasons, taxes. I mean. Yeah. So it's kind of like you are told to do that. Find one person and then love them to the day you die. And then, but, but 
I don't. It's when she, I mean, a lot of the stuff she says makes sense. I can understand it. Do I think I'm polyamorous? I don't. You know, but how how do I know I'm not? You know, because I've never even like tried to put myself in that in those shoes. I can say right now at this very second that I'm not. You know, because I've never explored that. But right. Who's to say? Because even if it sounds appealing, which I'm sure a lot of people would agree that certain aspects of it do can you actually handle that can you be as open-minded and genuine as someone like her that truly seems to get pleasure out of her husband pleasuring other people i don't know if i could handle that yeah so the word she uses compersion Mm -hmm. and it's it's very this word i could i've been staring at this page i haven't i barely talked in the last like 10 minutes of that because i've been staring at this web page of the word compersion and it's what like i don't know i've never felt this way before about a word where i'm looking at it and it just feels super powerful like when you just look at it because if if this is something that applies to you that just means that you are so free of all these things that the world tries to socialize you into thinking you know what I mean? And you're like, fuck all that. This person that I'm married to, she's like, the person that I'm married to, when he finds love in other people or what have you, whatever you want to call it, she's excited. She's not like, you know, all for me, like this makes me feel less about myself. She's excited that, you know, he's happy for that. He's doing, you know what I mean? Right. And being sec- completely secure in yourself that you could feel that the person that you're with is also happily with someone else and falling in love with someone else. And the fact that you could stay secure within yourself and feel comfortable and have the trust in someone else and they have that trust right back. I can't even um, like, that's why this word is unbelievable to me. Uh, Yeah. I'm looking at it now too. I mean, this is truly the opposite of jealousy and I think it applies even beyond relationships too, where, you know, how many people out there will see, their friends or people they know experience certain success but are they really happy for that person or are they mad it's not them or are they secretly wishing that this person fails so this is just a true feeling of joy that someone experiences um, when witnessing you know someone else's joy or other people experiencing joy this is literally the antithesis of jealousy yeah it's 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 incredible and i can't i I almost, it's so powerful to me because I can't even process it. I can't even imagine being that. You know what I mean? I can't imagine getting to the point where the person you're in love with falls in love with someone else while with you. And you're just like extremely happy for them. She's like, wow, that's beautiful. Right. But I do understand it. I do understand that. Because I can honestly say sitting here you know, and I think subconsciously I've felt this way for a long time that throughout my life, if, you know, my girlfriend was like, I found a new guy and he makes me happier, blah, blah, blah. Yes, it's upsetting. But at the same time, when I say I want you to be happy, I mean it. You know what I mean? So if that's going to make you happy, then that's what you do. Does it does it hurt? Yeah, of course. But it's not my life. It's your life. If that makes you happy, go do that. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, and why would you want to stay with someone that... So what? So you can force them to not feel their natural feelings or... Yeah, or it's yeah, like... No, no I, I agree with you. And if you love someone, like, the last thing you want to do is hold them back. Right. You know what I mean? It It's 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 strange that that's the only relationship that that... Ha- that only, you know, that relationship where this happens. Because if it was anyone else that you love, you're like, dude, go, go. You could encourage it right away. Your brother, mother, sister, uh, whoever, your friends, people you love. If they were like, I found this person that I'm like, you would be like, dude, go, f- like, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Run to, you know what I mean? But, to, and then, then, and then this is the only one that if they were like, I found this person that, you know, I'm and you're just like, no, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. just like, <laughs> But why do we do that? I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's with so many things too. I'm trying to think of relationships where someone has a desire to, you know, I really want to move and live in this other place or I want to travel or I want to quit my job and do this other thing. And I mean, you know, do we have a right to tell that person? No, if that's what, what's going to make them happy. No, because that'll put a strain on the relationship or, Oh no, we can't do long distance. Yeah, I mean, you know, this this is I don't know if this will help you know people understand what I'm saying here, but for instance, my friend who I've known since pre-K, you know, when he went away to college. And I remember the day he told me like, "Oh, I'm going to fucking whatever his school. I don't want to say it." <laughs> but he's like, "Yeah, I'm going there." So he's moving away. This is the first time he's moving away from there. He lives fucking two blocks away from me. A part of me wanted to be like, I wanted to be like, don't go. But who the fuck am I to say that? You know what I mean? Like, this is what you want to do. This is your life. Like, it would be selfish for me to be like, don't go because I'm more comfortable with you here. Right, like, you just relate it back to I? yourself yeah, and how it's it makes like, you feel. Yeah, because, it, but that's not what it, what it's about. This word compersion is like blowing my mind right now, honestly. Just like staring at it. And I'm not even looking at the definition. I'm just looking at the word. Because when you really try to understand it, it's like, it, to me, it's like the highest level of, you know, you're completely secure with yourself. You have trust in 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 someone, complete trust in someone. They have trust in you. It's just like, it's, it's a very powerful word to me. But I just want, I'm just trying to, you know, be thought provoking here and kind of just raise the question. Cause I don't think people really think about it or talk about it. And I think they should, I think it's, you know, you should, I'm all about it. Like I'm all about people following. I've had this, I've said this numerous times on podcasts. I'm all about people following, following their dreams, reaching their true potential and doing that when it comes to their own success. Why would I not feel the same way when it comes to love and relationships? This compersion word I'm looking at is exactly that. Compersion is the top of the hill. It's the ultimate success in love. Why would you not want that? Why would I not encourage that? You know what I mean? I enc- We encourage everyone to follow their dreams. Yeah, work hard. Do that. Do this so you can get to where you want to go. But when it comes to love, the person you, you love, you are we stopping them from reaching their true potential because we want them around because we feel more comfortable with them around? And that's just based on what our own insecurities would be. Of course. 
And I mean, that's something I guess we struggle with as humans. And this is not like an easy thing to do. I think that what she does is she's on a whole new level of complete security. The, and the like, woman that we just spoke to. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she is on a whole new level that I am nowhere near. Uh, I, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like this changed my life or whatever. It's just like when you really think about it, it's just it's incredible that she's able to do that. Yeah. You know? And just the ability to really just go with the flow and everything doesn't have to have this specific endpoint. And it's, you know, we don't have to set rules because things are going to change and yeah, we're going to grow and we're going to change and we're going to have new experiences and meet different people. And I don't think, and I think as a, I'm rambling here, we're already 50 minutes in, but I, I don't think people should have, I mean, I don't even know if this is a, a correct expression, but like institutionalized feelings where it's like, you're supposed to be angry here. You're supposed to be sad here. If someone cheats on me, I'm not angry. I'm like, okay. I'm like, cool, whatever. You know, obviously I'm upset for a little, but at the same time, I get it. And at the same time, I'm glad because I don't want to be with someone who's wants to cheat, you know? So it's like, but that's an institutionalized feeling that if someone cheats on you, you get mad or you're supposed to hate all your ex-boyfriends, ex-girlfriends. That's an institutionalized can't feeling. Can't be friends with them anymore. Yeah, you or, can't yeah. be friends with them. You can't talk to them. You you know, they're just bad people. Like you're not supposed to have a good relationship. These are institutionalized feelings. Th- things that you see in movies and on Twitter or whatever and these fucking memes and shit. So when they happen to you, you're like, I'm supposed to be mad right now. So I'm going to like do whatever. It's like a baby when it falls down. It doesn't start crying until you go, oh my God, are you okay? And then they'll start crying because they're like, oh shit, something's wrong. You know what I mean? It's like you're instilling a feeling into someone. Mm. But with her, she's like, fuck all of that. I'm doing me. Like I'm just do- I'm doing what feels right. I'm feeling it out. And I mean, kudos to her because that's, that's, I mean, I think that's fucking incredible. Yeah. And just the honesty of like, hey, this is human nature. Like if you're going to ask me, do I ever think about sleeping with other people? Do I want to sleep with other people? Like, yeah, I'm going to tell you yes, because we all do. Right. Wow. This is mind blowing. Yep. It's just, yeah, everything she said was just the opposite of like what you've heard in relationships or what you assume someone's answer would be to, you know, the questions that we asked. I have, I, I knew a little bit about uh, polyamorous relationships and, you know, I, I, I haven't heard anything like what she said, where she's almost encouraging it. She's happy for him. And I mean, you can't, you know, whatever. So say that's not a successful marriage that they have. When you really think about it, how can that marriage not work in that situation? How can it not work? I can't even tell you. How can that not work? It's, that's, it seems like impossible do you know what I mean? Their marriage specifically? Their marriage specifically. Yeah. How can it not work? It doesn't, it, it feels like it, it's impossible that it could not work. Uh, yeah, I guess when you're open. And when you're that you, honest. You know that wrenches will be thrown in and you're going to figure it out along the way and feeling, you're going to catch feelings for people. You might not catch feelings for people. I mean, she even seemed open to the idea that if her husband continues Fucking dating move this in. girl. Move in with us. Yeah, just, yeah, that's something we'll figure out when it gets there. The biggest fucking wrench in relationships is other people and cheating and all that shit and having sex with other people. And she made that wrench her bitch. So what else is left? <laughs> the dishes. You think they're going to end their marriage over the dishes? No fucking way. The biggest wrench is this. Yeah. And she's just like, fuck that shit. 
So how can it end? I mean, that's something to think about too. I mean, they, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They tailored it around what they truly want and what they're comfortable with. It's very interesting. Instead and, of trying to fit a, mold, a pre-existing mold. Exactly. And at the end of the day, listen, obviously people are monogamous and some people are polyamorous. Not everyone is polyamorous. I'm not saying this is the right way to be. This is for everybody. This is what everyone should do now. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm talking out loud to understand it. Because like I said, right now, I, I, I think I am monogamous to the core. I do. Do I think I potentially could be polyamorous one day? Who's to say, you know, you couldn't? Like to say no is, is I think, bad. Like I don't think, I, I don't say no to anything. Like I'm, I'm, I'm open to things. I'm open-minded. So I'm not going to say, no, I would never do that. You know what I mean? Because, who the f- I mean, you know. Yeah. She also didn't start off her marriage polyamorous either yeah they took steps or whatever but i mean it's just it's just very interesting man it's some like but like i said i'm not saying this is the way to go this is this is what you do this is blah 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 i'm not saying that i'm saying some people are monogamous some people are polyamorous and i think that uh i think that people should find out for sure what they are what is going to work and and don't be like i'm polyamorous just because you want to fuck a bunch of people while and then you know because you're mad at your girlfriend or something or, or like you just like oh i just want to fuck other people and then you know i always have this person to fall back on like it's yeah. that's not you're in there for the wrong reasons in my in my opinion uh but whatever nothing i say fucking matters anyway do what the fuck you want but i would say find out for sure uh and just be open to the idea because it always comes back to communication. Yeah. Being honest with yourself. And being honest with yourself is the huge thing. And the biggest with thing. your partner. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I Man, I knew you were loading something up big when you you got quiet. Your eyes were fixed on that screen. Yeah, because I, you know, I when I am given so much information about this, like about new things, I just like shut down real quickly and just start <laughs> thinking and just because that's I'm, I consider myself very open minded, and that's why I'm able to do the show because I'm not. Yes, I make jokes and stuff on the internet, or whatever, but. I am a very open-minded person. I'm never going to call anyone crazy for doing this, doing that in a serious tone. You know what I mean? I'll say that jokingly, like, you're fucking out of your mind, lady. You like to be whatever, tied mm-hmm. up in the whatever, you know what I mean? Some shit. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, I'm open-minded to anything. Like, we, I know nothing about life. I know nothing. No one knows anything. It's... It, there's so many people on, we don't know shit. You know what I mean? You're always learning. And you. I feel like it's important to learn. If you're closed-minded, fuck you. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you think your only way of thinking is the only way people should think or how everyone thinks? What a fucking boring world that is. Do you not want to learn about this? I fucking love it. That's why I'm, I want to take this in. I want to learn why people, you know, do this. Why do people want to cuddle naked? Just cuddle. Why do people <laughs> want to be platonically spanked? Why are people polyamorous? That's why. Compersion. Compersion. Everyone practice a little bit more compersion. Everyone look up the word. <sighs> Jesus. All right. Anyway. Are you sweating? I'm not sweating. <laughs> Fucking are you crying? Are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Um. 
if you guys uh, want to contribute to the show, you have a story, you have something interesting to share, go to OPLshow.com slash contact. Send us an email. If it works for the show, we'll reach out and schedule something. Uh, if it doesn't, then we'll just ignore you, you know? <laughs> Uh, but if you want, uh, tweet me at Joe Sanigato on Twitter. And you can find me at Greg Dybeck. And you can find the show at OPL Show. And leave a rating and review on iTunes if you can. Definitely do that. Uh, I, I once looked at all the reviews on iTunes. They're all like heartfelt. Oh, I love Like them. it's no one like, yeah, it's fucking sick, whatever. It's people like really breaking it down and like giving honest reviews. So thank you for that. Uh, Definitely leave more reviews. And that is all. Thanks for listening.